Well, hello, and welcome to episode 141 of Nerds with Mics. I'm Travis. I'm Justin. And today we're going to talk about all things GamesCon 2023, and we're going to talk about our uh, impressions and our first thoughts of Ahsoka, which we got two episodes uh, right out of the gate, right? So I'm yep. excited, excited to get your thoughts on that. Um, and then after that, we're going to give you some nods of approval. Going to be a pretty straightforward episode today. This is our first pre-recorded episode. Man, I really got to do something about these glasses. Except purple haze, it gives a, my eyes. I did not like that at all. <laughs> but anyways, um, but yes, welcome, welcome uh, for our viewers and our listeners as well. Uh, we have a packed show, and Justin is feeling a little under the weather, so we're gonna we're gonna knock this out. But uh, but before we get into any of that, as always. Justin, what have you been up to, man? Yeah, so um, I played Final Fantasy XIV. Nothing new there. Uh, I played Baldur's Gate 3, and I watched Ahsoka. What is new is I have this hype for Starfield, and like I just can't contain it. So as a little appetizer for Starfield, I put a decent amount of chunk, um, a decent chunk of time into a decent amount of chunk. What a terrible sentence. <laughs> yeah. I was going to let that go. But, a decent uh, yeah. amount of chunk. Now I call you out whenever you say stuff, you got to call me out whenever I say it. Um, yeah. I put a decent amount of chunk apparently into uh no man's sky just to um, scratch that space itch. So yeah, that's kind of what I did since the last episode. Scratch that space itch sounds way better than uh, what you've been doing with all, uh, that chunk. Put a little bit of that chunk in. A little bit of that chunk action. Um, so terrible, anything, terrible. <laughs> anything new in the way of like any movies or TV shows since you uh, know, last? Recorded? I don't think so. We're still watching Veep, uh, which it's a, it's a rewatch for us. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It's been kind of a slow, slow week. Okay. All right. Well, for me, uh, I got a pretty easy week too. So I uh, played more Final Fantasy 14, still going down that rabbit hole. The, the update is I'm about 280 quests out of 305 uh, from a Realm Reborn. Um, That's crazy. So, so tra- many. I know, trucking along there. Uh, and then uh, I also went and saw TMNT uh, Mutant Mayhem, which was good. I watched Ahsoka. And then I've also played a little bit of Armored Core 6. Okay. Um, so that that's what my week has been up to. Um, but uh, so before we get into GamesCon, uh, let's go ahead and talk about um, let's go ahead and talk about our thoughts on Ahsoka. I'm assuming you've watched the first two episodes. Yeah, Yeah, I have. OK, so uh, let's get into some thoughts here. Yeah, so uh, overall, it's really, really good. Um, I did feel like the first I'm not going to like go into a detailed recap, but like the very first scene of the first episode felt very cinematic. It felt like a star Wars movie. And then the very next scene felt like she was playing Jedi fallen order or Jedi survivor where she's solving that puzzle. So yeah, uh, not a complaint. It just kind of, that's what it felt like. It went from like very cinematic to like a video game. Um, overall, very strong opening. I will say as someone who has not watched, so I've watched like half of clone wars in like, I guess half of rebels um, as someone that has not finished either one. I did find myself a little confused. Cause like, I didn't know really how um, rebels ended. Um, now I do. Uh, but like my wife has no clue. Like she didn't know who any of these characters were. So I was kind of filling her in. Then after we watched the first two, we went back and watched a recap of all of rebels. It was like a 20 minute video. Um, but yeah, I do kind of feel like they would have benefited from like a 15 minute recap, like on Disney plus yeah. um, like, Oh, Hey, before you watch, you might want to watch this. Um, but I guess also at the same time, they just want you to watch rebels. So why do that? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. So for me, I, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, unlike, so like, I don't really know much about Ahsoka as a character, so I still need to go back. I think I will before the third episode, I'll go back and kind of watch a recap leading up to, uh, up to the storyline. Um, overall, I thought the, um, I thought the performances were strong. I thought the story so far is good. I am curious though, to your point about, um, Jedi Fallen Order and kind of like that puzzle solving and stuff. Like I could definitely see them bringing in, um, you know, live action. Cal. Cal cow uh in this it just very much seems like that's kind of the universe that we're used to seeing him in uh and it is it does match up with the timeline um i have heard some complaint i have read some complaints online from 
you know, people that are um, people that are unfortunately, uh, you know, thinking this show is like woman strong, so to speak. And like, you know, you're going to have people that are just that way. Uh, but I, I think it's fine. Like, I really like it. I like the, um, the dark Jedi at the beginning of the show. I like how it opened up. Um, I just felt like both episodes had a lot of different variety, um, you know, and I am curious to see where they take it. I'm also curious to see, um, you know, if we are going to see any cameos from anybody else in the star Wars universe, I kind of like that. Like we're two episodes in and they're not like, leaning heavily on the star Wars characters that everybody knows that hasn't watched, you know, rebels yeah. clone wars. Like, I'm glad that there wasn't like an opening with Anakin or like an opening with Luke or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I am glad that it's trying to stand on its own two feet. That's not to say by the end of it, we won't see those characters. Um, Cause theoretically like it would be nice to see her have a conversation with Luke about his father, which was obviously also her mentor. Right. Uh, you know, so I, so something like that would be pretty cool. Um, you know, but I, overall, I liked it so far. I am just curious of where, where they take it. So, yeah. um, um, I don't know if this is, if this is a spoiler, but in the trailer, we do see a character. Yes. In one of the trailers, not this one, but on one of the TV spots. Yeah. Yeah. So I am curious of where that goes, but, but, but then again, I think it's going to be a good, I think it's going to be a good ride. So um, now I know you had a story before we get into Gamescom, but like you had a story that was um, about some Starfield. And I know you're pumped about this game, right? Yeah, this is uh, just kind of an interesting story that happened um, last week. So uh, reviewers have their copies. We didn't get one, um, but reviewers have their copies and I guess uh, stores are starting to get them. And uh, this guy, I forget his name, I'm, and I'm not going to look it up, but um, this guy, he uh, had the game, just some random guy off the street, and he's posting videos on YouTube, and of course that gets taken down. Uh, and then he posts another video where he's like, hey, pretty good game, whatever, right? Then he like he gets people to follow him on Snapchat, and then he tries to get people to pay him for gameplay footage, right? So it's all, it's taking a turn now, right? This guy had a cool moment and it's taking a turn. What a scumbag. Yeah. Well, hang on, <laughs> hang on. It get, it's going to take an even bigger turn. Okay. So basically he then, and I don't know every detail. I didn't follow this exactly, but I just wanted to share the story because I thought it was amusing. Um, he basically was doing a lot of videos and he'd had one of him in his car with like several copies of Starfield, right? Oh no. Yes. Um, and then he starts saying like, Hey, I'm selling these on my Mercari page. Go to that. You can buy a copy of the game early, get it early. And like, he's selling them for like hundreds of dollars over retail. Oh no. Then it comes out that on his Mercari page, it's full of brand new sealed, never before been open items, like high value items. Right. And then it comes out and we keep saying that over and over again, that he also worked in a warehouse. I don't need to be good at math to put this problem together. He was arrested. Uh, yeah. He, I believe the it's in, I think Shelby County, Tennessee, arrested for uh, theft up to ten thousand dollars is what it said. Um, and one rumor came out today on Reddit. Once again, rumor. I'm not going to say it's true or false, but apparently, I guess like the FBI may have even been involved in bringing him down from this like theft and how he was doing all this stuff online. That's kind of how they tracked him. So um, I do know one person that bought the game off of him from Mercari received it, but now you're just kind of saying, yeah, I received stolen goods. So that's kind of a gray area for that guy. Plus he's out three or $400. So yeah, the story took a wild turn. At the beginning of last week, he was like the internet's hero. And then by the end of it, he was dead to us. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, he that's just crazy. He just couldn't accept like the, you know, the the recognition at first, like the little bit that he got. And he had to just keep going with it. And it just it ended his life, essentially. I mean, he's going to go to jail for a long time, likely. Yeah, that's wild, bro. Like, I would have never thought that would have been where it took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, look it up the name and send it to you later, but I don't, I, we don't need to give his name any attention. Just the story is amusing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 
So, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I will say, though, I finally uh, let's go ahead and actually get into uh, Gamescom. So, like, um, Gamescom or Gamescom. Yeah, I get mixed up all the time. Yeah. So I uh, I actually finally looked up some stuff on Starfield that was I was putting stuff together for for the podcast. Um, And uh, I tell you, like, I am excited about it. Like up until this point, I hadn't watched any video on it seen gameplay or anything like that um but yeah it was uh i'm really excited uh for this game now because it looks like a heavier quest version of uh like a no man's sky it kind of reminds me of like a skyrim meets fallout meets no man's sky kind of all together so i am pretty excited about that nice uh yeah it's one that like i've been on like on a roller coaster with uh ever since it was announced um more so recently that very first gameplay footage they showed like a year or so ago. Uh, it may not have even been that long. It may have been this year. I can't remember, but um, I was really turned off by that. And then there was like a little snippet and then I was kind of back up. And honestly, I'm just climbing at an all time high now. Um, I really want this game to be good. I, uh, I love everything that they've made. So I, I'm, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, I know that so early access will start September 1st, which more than likely you're going to be a part of. Uh, it's a global release. So it actually, I believe, in if you're in the Eastern time zone in the, in the United States, I think you get on the 31st. Oh, really? At like 8 p.m. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, early access. And, uh, and then if you're just going to get it on Game Pass, that is September 6th. Um, is when that'll be out. So I did think it was kind of interesting that the um, the video that they showed at Gamescom, is it Gamescom? Is that right? Yes. Gamescom. Uh, Gamescom, yeah. Uh, at the bottom of our screen there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spelled it right, just can't say it right. Um, but anyways, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that uh, it was a live action trailer. Um, mm-hmm. And then also like, there was a rendition of uh, Elton John's Rocket Man during the trailer, which I thought was kind of cool. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out or not, yeah. but uh, but I am pretty excited about that game. Um, the next game uh, up that they talked about, and I could not care less. Um, <laughs> I could not care less is the new Call of Duty. So uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which is going to be releasing on November 10th. So What's your thoughts on uh, what's your thoughts on this? So, okay. I also am not super excited about it just because we get one every year. The reality is though, it's going to be a good game. Like they have some of the best shooting mechanics of any first person shooter on the market. It's going to be good. It's just, do we want it? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like give us some time. Also, I do kind of, I'm kind of concerned because originally the word was that they weren't going to release a Call of Duty game this year and that it's going to be an expansion for Modern Warfare 2. And then they pivoted and now they're going to release a game and it's Modern Warfare 3, which leads me to believe that we're going to see a lot of reused assets um, and probably just not a lot of innovation. Now, I would love to be wrong, um, but that's just kind of where my mind goes based on the information we had in the original direction of the game. Yeah, now uh, what you... Uh, saw there during for the ones that are watching but for the ones that are listening uh you know one of the exciting features i am uh you know anxious to see and it makes this feel a little bit more appealing because you know me i'm i'm a i love battlefield you know i'm a battlefield person but uh there's a new mechanic called open combat missions and what this will allow you to do is it'll allow players to approach objectives in different ways for the first time in the series so like you can decide whether or not because because in most of the call of duty games you've had a very linear path right but now you'll actually have the ability to decide how you want to approach a mission so if you want to take more of a stealthier approach or if you want to go in guns blazing you know uh you get to decide that so it's very much kind of like a uh kind of almost like a ghost recon style i guess you would say because those those games are very much like that. So, so I am excited to, to see what that does for the game. Cause having the game not be as linear as it has been in the past, that alone may be enough to switch up or like to freshen up the franchise. You know what I mean? Yep. Sidebar for a second. Cause yeah. the ghost recon series did. We haven't, I guess that's a, I guess Ubisoft really wasn't present. Well, no, cause they were there with the, they were the there. The next game with, we're going to talk about. 
Yeah, with the next game we're going to talk about, which we will pivot. We can go ahead and pivot there. So, uh, yeah, so Assassin's Creed Mirage. But, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Ghost Recon's dead, but uh, but I am excited. I'm not normally excited for Assassin's Creed games much anymore. However, Assassin's Creed Mirage I'm kind of excited about because I'm it pumped. looks like yeah, it looks like a return to kind of like the older style format games. Now, one thing I found very interesting about this trailer is um, they actually launched the trailer. So if you're watching it live at the event, uh, full Arabic language and actually had English as the subtitles. That's cool. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. And plus it really kind of helped sell like the environment that you're going to be playing in in the game. And they're actually going to have the game fully available to play like in fully Arabic if you want to play that way and then just have the English subtitles on, which I think is pretty cool. That's so cool, kind of like what Ghost of Tsushima did. Yeah, exactly. So are you excited for this game? I am. And I actually just found out over the weekend that this is not a full price game. It's $50 instead of 60 or 70. So um, I kind of hope that that means we're going to see a smaller campaign as opposed to Valhalla's 5,000 hour campaign. Yeah. Um, anywhere in like the 10 to 20 range would be ideal with, you know, I think that, I think it's shaping up to be a good game. It, it, it's definitely one that I plan on playing when it comes out. Yeah, for sure. Now, one game that I haven't played a lot of and I am excited about, the next game we're going to talk about uh, is Payday 3. Oh, no, not Payday 3. I'm sorry. Uh, Black Myth. Um, I was about to say, I was like, hang on, does anyone play yeah, that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, so Black Myth uh, Wukong is actually, uh, and uh, it's by a small Chinese developer that is, basically doing this action rpg that's based on the epic novel that's kind of like chinese lord called uh journey to the west which is actually about the monkey king and that's what this game is based off of um when this first when this uh trailer first dropped not this one but the original one yeah. um was you looking at the guitar guy playing without a head yeah it's really yeah. crazy right? um People thought it was fake. They thought there's no way this game could look good. This is one of the first games that's going to fully utilize un the Unreal 5 engine. Oh, cool. Uh, and they've already released some rewards of like like what people won like while these games were showing. And this actually won uh, basically best graphics is what this won this year at Gamescom, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, but this game is very much kind of inspired by, by the Dark Souls games um, and a little fast pace as well. So, but the gameplay looks incredible along with the graphics as well. What's your thoughts on this one? So this is actually the first time I've seen this trailer. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch this one before the show. And I definitely can see some souls elements as far as like the big, like larger than life bosses. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it looks great. Um, I'm kind of, as far as best looking game, it's kind of hard to tell on my end right now, but like, I'm, I'm not arguing that fact. Um, but I mean, it does look good. It's one that I'm going to have to dive in a little bit more. Yeah. If you get a chance to watch the actual trailer on 4k on YouTube, you definitely should like for, for the purpose of the streaming and stuff, I've converted everything to 720p. So it is hard to tell because you're seeing it not only in 720, but also <laughs> stream to your side as well. So, yeah. uh, but I would Double highly buffer. recommend, yeah, yeah, I would highly recommend checking it out. Uh, it, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but the next game I have not played anything in the, uh, little nightmares uh no, series so they're actually on their third installment um and this game's supposed to be coming out sometime in 2024 um but this game uh this game is uh it's by bando namco or bandai namco uh and it's like a horror platforming game similar to what you would find with like limbo um or those those style of games uh but what's cool about the third installment um is Super massive yeah, they've made some games. You may have heard Are they them. the people that make uh, like Until Dawn? I think so, uh, maybe. They also may have made uh I don't know who the studio was that did um It Takes Two. I don't know if it's I them. Think that was them. No, but we could look it up. But uh one of the cool things about this is the first in the franchise, since this is the third one, is there's now gonna be two characters and you'll be able to play cooperative uh online so very uh so that's a nice additive because all these games previously were single player experiences but it looks very dark it looks very tim burton like if you will yeah what's your thoughts on the trailer from what you've seen i'm not a huge platformer guy so honestly this one's probably going to be I'm, I'm probably going to miss this one um i okay. don't doubt that it's a good game I mean, it's the third one in the series and it super massive is the team that makes 
they've made the quarry. They made like the man of Madon little nightmares games. Uh, they did until dawn, the VR game. They've done a bunch of VR titles for PSVR. Um, so they have a pretty uh, wide range of games, most generally horror, but um I mean, I don't doubt that the game's going to be good, but at the moment, it's just not doing it for me. But that's just kind of my own personal preference. Okay, yeah. looks good though. I mean, visually, it looks good. I might, I may try it if it's like on PlayStation Plus or you something. Might. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Heck, next... There's two more of them. Maybe I could get one on sale, and uh, it'll introduce me to the, the series that way. Chances are, one of them might be available on Game Pass. Who knows? Yeah. Um, now, next, I have played. Uh, a little bit of the next game we're going to talk about, which is uh, Payday. So uh, Payday 3. I, so I was unaware that American rapper Ice-T uh, appeared in a pre-recorded clip to announce his involvement within this game, uh, which is Payday 3, where he'll essentially have his own mission for the team, uh, basically the team of heist people. Uh, so he's actually narrating the trailer. You can't hear it, but uh, he's narrating the trailer. But I've always so I played What's that little, name, Roger Wilson. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. We know Roger Wilson. <laughs> we sure is that maybe he's involved in this. Who knows? Maybe he loves uh, video games. Yeah, but uh but I am excited about this game. Um because obviously it's it's next gen now. I did play a little bit of payday two, and honestly, if you have a full squad of four, it's pretty fun. Unless you're playing with people like Justin that just like to ruin everything. Well, no. I'll never forget true. you in Splinter Cell. Yeah, ever. you can't say what I did there. I'll show you end up on a watch list. Um, that is true. Yeah. So uh, with Payday 2, I agree. When you have a full team, Payday 2 is a really great uh, co-op experience. My problem was the gunplay just wasn't very good. Um, I can't go into details, but I've beta tested Payday 3. Okay. All I will say is that I don't have those fears about 3. Okay. So okay. I I am excited about playing Payday 3 when it comes out. And I hated Payday 2 just from an actual gameplay standpoint. Okay. Well, that's I interesting. I hope that doesn't get me in trouble. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I'm hyped for Payday 3. <laughs> there, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm excited about this game, honestly. I, uh, I think it's going to be something that's going to be um, – I think it's going to be something that's good, especially, like I said, if you get some people together to play, I think it's one of those things that could be a good time. Uh, plus, you know, the only thing is, though, is I feel like a lot of problems with that style of game is like once you've played it so many times and you get like the heist down pat, like I feel like it's just it could become a little boring and repetitive. What? I got trivia for you. OK. Which game came out first? Payday 2 or Grand Theft Auto 5? Grand Theft Auto 5. Payday 2 by almost one month and one week. Wow, really? Yeah. Because if That's... you remember, Payday 2 came out, which there was a Payday 1. It was also kind of rough. And then GTA 5 came out, and they had their own heists. It I took feel forever like... to implement. It did. I kind of feel like the heist genre shifted towards GTA. I mean, there, there's people that play Payday 2 religiously, on, on mainly on PC, I would say. Yeah. But um, I still feel like GTA took up a main, a big chunk of that. And I bet... Payday 3 is hoping to get that back uh, later this month. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Um, now, for the next game on our list, um, are you a big fan of the uh, the crew games? I bet you haven't really played hardly any of them, right? I like the concept. Okay. I and think it, the execution could be a little better. Yeah, now this is a Ubisoft game, so they're bringing another game, I guess. So uh, this one looks to be... Honestly, a mixture of Need for Speed and and I'm getting uh, Need for Speed meets like maybe uh, Forza Horizon is what I'm getting. Um, it looks like you're less you're less like traveling across country, but more of a sprawling environment, uh, which I think is a good change of pace. Um, you took your what'd you do that for? I thought I was gonna sneeze. Oh my bad. <laughs> Just I mute didn't, yourself, I lost bro. It. Well, I didn't want if we put the video up. I don't want. To... Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's fair. Uh, but no, I am excited about this game. But to your point, it also depends on what the what the mechanics are like, what the driving feels like. But as far as from a visual standpoint, I mean, I know this is pretty much a cinematic trailer, uh, but it does look pretty. I will say that much. And I'm yeah. also curious of all these vehicles we're seeing if we get to race with all those because I know in the last one there was like boats and planes and cars and trucks, and this one I see like. 
four wheelers and I see like uh, uh, motorcycles and all sorts of stuff. So I am kind of excited about that. Yeah. And like the, the thing about the other crew, at least the first one, I think it was like it had the entire United States that you could drive across. And like, I kind of, I kind of miss that. Um, I am looking at, um, I'm looking at their website right now. They have a car list on the cruise website uh, on day one. It'll feature a lineup from more than 50 plus manufacturers and 600 plus vehicles. Um, I can't really tell if any of these are, I mean, I think it's all going to be cars in this one. I don't think that, Oh, uh, they're going to do seasons. It looks like they have some season one cars that'll be coming out. There's bikes, which I think we saw that in the trailer hyper okay. cars. I'm too okay. poor to know what a hyper car is, I guess uh drift drag racing cars street cars racing bikes rally cars rally rally raid cars don't know the difference uh rally raid bikes rally raid quad motocross bikes alpha gp once again don't know what that is monster trucks dude uh redeemer righteous gemstones uh demolition derby cars power boats planes okay so there's planes wow yeah there's a lot um Hang on, I'll actually let me let me pop my screen up real quick. Um, Sometimes too much of a too much of something might be a not a great thing. So who knows? Let me uh, let me pop this bad boy up real quick. Um, oh, wrong one, Mabi. Um, so this is the full list. Like this is absolutely nutty. Like whoa. Like there are a ton. I'm actually I'm gonna go a little faster because like there's just so many. Uh, I actually just seeing this list honestly, I'm a little more interested in the game i I already had interest but i really like racing games and i like yeah. ones that give me a lot of options and with 600 cars on day one uh you can safely say this game does give you options uh not a sponsor just a helpful fan yeah i will say if, if they could introduce uh two features one a community paint scheme kind of like forza horizon has and I would also love to see like an auction house kind of similar to like what Forza had. Like that was one of my favorite things to do in Forza. Oh yeah. Honestly. Uh, but I don't see this being that kind of game because like with Forza Horizon, you're like collecting vehicles. This one, I don't know necessarily if it's like a collection aspect, so I don't really know, but hopefully they introduce some of those features. Um, now for the next game, I played the original one but it is in no way shape or form associated with this game uh and the next game we're going to talk about is lords of the fallen which is very much like a, kind of a similar to a souls game so the lords of the fallen the um the original was actually out in 2014 which is obviously a while back and that game is very much like a souls game um but I feel like it was more accessible than the Souls games were at the time. Uh, now, the 2023 release of Lords of the Fallen, uh, it, it is supposedly supposed to go a different direction. Um, you know, and I think it'll have some ish, like some similarities to like the Souls games. Uh, but I think they're going to try to do their own twist on it, which I'm curious to see what that really means, because I feel like it's. It's either a Souls game or it's not. You know what I mean? So I am kind of curious of what this is going to be. It could be very much kind of similar to uh, more like a Darksiders game, maybe, where it's like more of like a Zelda slash hack and slash almost. Um, but I'm not real sure. But but it also looks pretty um, for as demonic things go, I guess. Um, have you played any or heard anything about Lords of the Fallen? I've only ever heard the title. I never knew what they were. Um, I don't know why, but they just they missed me for some reason it's not like a lack of interest i just never had them you know yeah. i never played the first one or i guess that's the only one right yeah yeah and this one actually is not associated with that one in any way shape or form that's so oddly, strange oddly uh, enough it just shares the same name so yeah i mean it looks good I'm, i'd have to see more but um it's one that i would keep in mind especially if it got some decent reviews it's one i'd be interested in gotcha gotcha yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. This will be this will be a one uh, for me to probably get more likely, but I will probably still watch and uh, wait for uh, reviews. So uh, now for our next game, uh, I don't know if you're a fighting game fan. I know you're a big fan of Street Fighter, but for the next game, uh, we have uh, Mortal Kombat One, which is out September 14th, and I know the beta uh, was just out. Um, are you are you thinking about like a Mortal Kombat game? Are you a Mortal Kombat fan? 
I so Mortal Kombat's a game that like so I'm not good at fighting games and um Street Fighter 6 was actually like an anomaly for me to buy it day one. Okay. Um but typically I like them though. I like fighting games. I'm just not good at them. So what I like to do is I usually wait till they go on sale. Uh I am intrigued by the uh uh DLC packs coming to Mortal Kombat with Homelander and the guy from Invincible. Sorry, I don't watch Invincible, don't know his name. But um I need to watch it. I've heard it's great. I have to. Yeah, I want to watch it. But um, I do remember one of my favorite uh, just like little gaming memories is at your house uh, uh, years ago when we played Injustice 2 and you were like prepping up like this big attack. You were fighting Darkseid and like you unleashed on him and he just took one step back and you just blew your entire load and missed it. Like it was the funniest <laughs> thing. I don't know if you remember that or not, but to me, that was just like watching him just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nope, not today. Yeah, I've always been, I mean, I've, like I said, up until this Street Fighter, uh, it, honestly, the demo is why I got Street Fighter and I loved it. But I've always kind of been more partial to Mortal Kombat and the Injustice games. I think they're the same developer. If not, I shouldn't have made that, I guess, comparison. But uh, but so yeah, I am pretty excited about it. But since I bought Street Fighter 6, I will definitely wait for a sale on this one because I don't have enough time for all the fighting games. Yeah, I am excited for this one because this is realistically going to reset the timeline. So that's why they call it Mortal Kombat 1 because it's kind of going back. And what's cool is in this trailer, they actually introduce Raiden as just like a, he's a mortal in this. He's not like a, he's not a god in this one. Nice. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, there he is. There's Raiden as just a young non-god just you know, which is interesting to see. Uh, so I think it's really the only thing they could do as opposed to keep going with the franchise. I feel like resetting it and like kind of starting over is probably the way you'd want to do it as opposed yeah. to just milking the franchises like, and just not getting original ideas, like going back and maybe kind of rewriting it, so to speak. So, um, but I mean, it looks fun. It looks good. Uh, they also introduced a new tag team system in it now. So now you can like actually, call in other people kind of similar like used to do with like Marvel versus Capcom where you could have another player come in from the side, another character and like assist you in like a, an attack or something, which I think yeah. is, which is kind of cool. So man, those, those locations look great. The lighting. Gee. Yeah. I tell you never, never realm studios. I think it's never realm, right? Like what, right, yeah. what they've done with like this franchise and uh, the injustice has been like really good to see. Yeah. There's like an assist attack too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so I am excited to see that uh, and, and some of the new gameplay mechanics uh, and obviously some of them sick ultra or, you know, ultra moves. Just they don't um, stop. They just keep beating that guy up. Yeah. Ripped uh, his throat so, out, sent him yeah. up in space, then crushed his ribs. Yeah, so I, I will, uh, I messed up. So when I was ta- thought I was talking about Mortal Kombat earlier, I was actually playing... Uh, the beginning of uh, the Diablo season four uh, or sorry, season two trailer. So obviously uh, Diablo four is, um, has been kind of a mixed bag as far as reviews and stuff. It's been criticized a lot for the first season and it's still obviously underway. Uh, however, they did show a trailer for the uh, second season coming out called season of blood uh, which will feature an actual actress, uh, Gemma Chan. She's from Crazy Rich Asians and uh, The Eternals. And she's actually going to play a vampire hunter called Eris. And uh, there's going to be a new quest line. Um, and I think this is where they're going to actually introduce the, um, one of the new character classes, uh, which is a vampire hunter, which I think is going to be s- similar to like what a demon hunter was in, uh, in Diablo 3. Um, so... This may bring some people back. I don't know. I, I kind of am already over it and don't know if I'll go back and play it. Did you? I can't remember if you even dove in because I know that you weren't like a huge Diablo fan, right? Oh, there she is. No, right I was. That's the thing. I was. Um, and I was really hyped for this one. And then I don't know what it was, but I just could not get into it. I tried. I put like maybe 10 hours in and just could not get invested into it. Like, I just I don't know what it was. I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't. Something just didn't grab me. It's no Boulder's Gate, am I right? That is one hundred percent true. Have you played that yet? <laughs> no, I, I'm oh, afraid. Geez. I'm afraid to start. To be honest with you, dude, it's like all I want to do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that update will be out October seventeenth. But uh, speaking of fighting games, let's circle back around. So, 
uh, one that actually won best award for showing on, on PlayStation was actually a very old school fighting game. It's been around for quite some time. Tekken eight. They're up to eight now, bro. I remember playing, I remember playing the old Tekken back in like the PS one eras. Um, but yeah, Tekken eight, uh, will be out January 26, 2024. Um, the character roster is going to start with 32 characters, which is pretty dope. Uh, and then also they're uh, bringing a mode called Treasure Mode. Uh, what's kind of cool about that, especially uh, fans, uh, people that's been fans for a long time of the franchise. Uh, this will allow them um, basically to use a lot of costumes and abilities from past Tekken games. So like older outfits dating all the way back from the original Tekken game all the way up. Uh, they can even take um, old music. So, like, say if you like the music the best from Tekken 3, you can bring in the me- uh, music from Tekken 3 to be in the stages when you're playing. There's a lot of customization options in that regard. And from what I've seen, uh, they took some of the ideas from Street Fighter, um, where you are now you will now have a lobby where you'll have upright cabinets and you can play the old Tekken games. And But the difference is... Is you're making, yeah, if you look here, you're making avatars, and those avatars will be what actually hangs out in the arcades and plays the old, uh, the old arcade games, and they you can do tournaments and stuff. So they've very much taken a, uh, uh, they've taken this out of Street Fighter's book. The only thing that I think that Street Fighter did better is you're not making avatars, you're just hanging out with the character that you've made in the game that you fight with, which I think yeah. is a much, a much better way to do it. So this you can't. You can have your own custom avatar, but you don't do anything with that other than just hang out in the lobby. Um, but, you know, that's not to say this game isn't going to be good, uh, but, you know, it, it's definitely interesting. And I know you didn't get to see that part in the video, but it was Kuma that had a fish and he threw the fish up in the air and it turned into a rocket, which is real weird. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But uh, now a game that I know you and I are both pumped for, because I think you and I both played the original, uh, is... Alan Wake Two, uh, I, I uh, from a story point, uh, from a story point, I thought Alan Wake was really good. It very much reminded me of like a Stephen King esque type game, um, where you're playing the role of a writer, and then it turns out you're like basically playing through the story he's written, which is really cool. Um, so. This will be the second one uh, in the franchise. Uh, I mean, it's not the second game, but they they tile as Alan Wake 2. Uh, but what I found interesting about this trailer is it's a mixture of CGI. I don't know if you've seen this yet. It's a mixture of CGI and also actual real uh, real life footage, uh, which is really, really interesting. So uh, Sam Lake of Remedy was the guy that came on stage to talk about this. Uh, and he focused on Alan Wake himself, um, which is one of actually two playable characters. So there's going to be two playable characters in this uh, in this game. So uh, yeah, and I think one of one of the other ones is one of the other detectives, I believe. So, okay. uh, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. Did you play the Alan Wake games back? In played the day? Alan Wake. Played uh, what was that like American Nightmare and and then Control, which isn't really Alan Wake, but could be kind of in an alternate universe. They had an Alan Wake crossover. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I am very pumped for this game. It's kind of like under the radar. Like it's not like it's one of those games like I don't think about a lot, but like when I am reminded of it, I'm like, yes, like give me that game now. So um, I'm really pumped for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. Now, uh, now one thing that we also got that wasn't video game related um, was actually a... Um, a new show coming from uh, by Zack Snyder. Uh, it's coming to Netflix. Uh, actually, I think it, I can't remember if it, Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. That's not it at all. Uh, we can talk about that since we already saw it. If you want to then circle back. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cause I'm probably gonna have to find out where, I guess I put the wrong video there. I thought it was, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about that. So this actually ties into, uh, this actually ties in. So we talked about everything that was at, uh, Gamescom. However, let's talk about some things that wasn't at Gamecom, Gamescom. One of those being GTA 6 and there was a fan that had something to say about GTA uh, 6 not being there as somebody rushed the stage again. Not at the rewards show, but this was the very first night. Uh, How does this the- keep happening to Jeff Keeley? 
I don't know. And I could tell he was super upset about it. And he was talking about, I know you can't hear the audio, but he was talking about how like disappointed he was and how just like he expects better. And just like, you know, cause what the guy came up and said, as he says, Bill Clinton wants to play GTA six. Well, and so I guess, I. yeah. And I guess this is in reference to a YouTuber named Matt and Evan or even yeah, Evan. That is, uh, he was also known as the Bill Clinton kid who crashed the game awards last year. Um, yeah, so it's it was just, just sad a, that Jeff Keely can't even go to Europe and not have this happen to him. Oh, dude, I know it's it's pathetic. What's yeah. your thoughts on this? I mean, it it you know, I feel like he spends a lot of times trying to make these events as like you know, like polished and everything, and then you have these things like this continue to happen. Like, I just feel I feel so bad for him, honestly. Too. Yeah, and like Jeff Keeley, like from what I can tell, is like a pretty likable video game personality, like and he does put these shows on. He kind of single-handedly saved E3 in a way by creating his own thing. He gives us the game awards and like, yeah, like don't rush a stage period. Like if you're not booked to perform on that stage, don't go up there. It's very simple. Like don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's a real shitty thing to do, especially because like, it's going to be people like this that ruin it for everybody else. Cause part of this event is open to the public. And then a lot of the rest of the people that are there are developers and people from the video game industry and journalists yeah. and things like that. If this continues to happen, it's going to get to the point where they don't like invite the general public, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, all because there's a couple bad apples, which is very frustrating, you know? Um, now, the one thing that I will say uh, that we got, and I know that Terry is really excited about this. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but uh, I just thought we may actually get audio for the. Yeah, we're not going to do that. That's really loud. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. That's my bad. But um, yeah, so we get this new show called Rebel Moon from... I just let people listening. It goes dark, silent and... I know. Sorry about that. That won't happen again. Um, but we got this new show from... Can you hear it now? No, no. you can't hear it. Okay, good. Uh, so we get this new show from Zack Snyder, or new movie, I think, called Rebel Moon. And... Uh, it looks interesting. Like I know that he kind of wants this to be like his star Wars, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, he also announced during this presentation. So not only did we get the trailer, but he also announced that there's going to be a, um, a video game adaptation of this, uh, developed by super evil Megacorp, Uh, and presumably it's going to be released on Netflix's game subscription service, which I don't know who the hell pays for that. Um, but, uh, but it looks interesting. It's like a mixture of kind of like sci-fi and just like uh, action and drama. And it's got like, I don't know, it's got all kinds of different creatures. I mean, the the, the environment, the universe looks cool. I'm just kind of curious how the, how the story is going to be. You know what I mean? It could be. I, it looks like it could be good. And it also looks like it could be an absolute mess. So, yeah. What's and funny, it's Zack but, Snyder. So I'm leaning more towards mess. Yeah. It's like what's funny is when Terry sent that in the group chat, like I didn't know anything about it. I watched it. And even before it popped up towards like the middle of the trailer and says brought to you by Zack Snyder, I was like, this looks like a Zack Snyder joint. Like <laughs> it looks like 300 meets like Superman meets like edge of tomorrow. Like it, uh, it looks pretty wild and obviously, you know, it, but it does look interesting, but I'm just curious of how that story is going to play out. Yeah. So, um, but with that being said, uh, what else do you have on GamesCon? Is there anything that didn't show up that you would have liked to got more news on? Yeah, I was kind of hoping we'd see Fable. I know oh. it was a long shot, but after that CGI trailer back over the summer, I kind of thought, you know, I was hoping we'd get something. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to seen something like that. Um, you know, Xbox did their own thing. They didn't give us any kind of update on that. Um, however, like it would have been nice to at least get maybe even if it was just a teaser of gameplay. Yeah, uh, that would have been nice. Also, nothing. Uh, I mean, we did get stuff from Ubisoft, but once again, no Splinter Cell, Yeah, which was kind of a bummer. Not going to lie. Um, I think they're focused right now, like Microsoft on Starfield and Ubisoft on 
Assassin's Creed, the eight Assassin's Creed games they have coming, and uh, the crew game. Yeah, because you know the one thing we haven't seen a new version of or heard anything about is a new Far Cry. Uh, that's Avatar, the Avatar game. Oh, yeah, I guess that's Dude, true. It looks like a Far Cry game. That game, I don't think... Is, the more I think about it, the more I think that game's going to be bad. Oh, man, don't tell Terry that. Don't I mean, tell. the movies are bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, you taking yourself out? Is that it? Oh, you're going to cough. Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. It's the, it's the worst, isn't it? It is, dude. I'm dying. Please don't die. I don't want that yeah. uh, on my conscience. Um, all right. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and get into let's get into our nod of approvals because we moved through that relatively quick, which I'm not mad about because I know that you got to you're not feeling well. So yeah. um, do you want me to go first or do you know do you know what yours are? I got mine ready to go. I only have one. All right, go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. I'm speaking to America right now. Gentlemen and ladies, this upcoming weekend is the last weekend that we have without NFL football, which means <laughs> most of us will be drafting our fantasy football teams. And my nod of approval is Sleeper. It's a fantasy football app. I think I've talked about it before. Um, oh, yeah. We did that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. If you're if you're using ESPN, Yahoo, Flea Flicker, stop. Stop yeah. it now. Move to Sleeper. It is the greatest. I actually just counted. I'm in 13 leagues on Sleeper. Uh, two of them are still drafting right now because we're doing slow drafts. Um, but yeah, I it's if if you take fantasy football seriously, like I do for some unusual reason, Sleeper is the only thing you should be using. He says it's the yeah. only thing that matters. It is. Okay. All right. Well, I. I like that. You uh you you brought us an app. Not used to seeing that. Well, I guess yeah. it's an app, it's a website, you know, it's, it's a way uh, of life. It is a way of life. So uh so mine uh is actually a sh- it's a show that I unexpectedly decided to binge watch. Uh and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't think I was gonna like it just based on the trailer itself. Uh it's actually platonic uh on Apple TV Plus. Um that is a uh it's a Seth Rogen joint, which I normally don't like Seth Rogen stuff that much. Although I did like his take on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but it's him and his co-star from the Neighbors movies. Roseburn. Um, yeah, Roseburn. And uh, and honestly, it's really good. But I like the show. Like when I watched the trailer, the trailer didn't sell me on it. To be honest with you, uh, I actually had to start watching it. And by the third episode, I was I was actually I really really liked the show. Uh, it's about, you know, these these friends that have fallen out of touch uh, and it's been several years since they have talked um, and they just kind of reconnect because one of them goes through a divorce and you could just tell how toxic they are for each other <laughs> as far as their friendship goes. But also it, it has a lot of really good help, uh, heartfelt moments. And just honestly, it was an unexpected. It was an unexpected joy, and I can't even believe I'm saying those words. Just based on I could have cared less when I watched the trailer. <laughs> um, so if uh, if it's something you'd like to watch, if you're into like a good heartfelt comedy, uh, it's something I would definitely recommend. So that that is my that is my nod of approval this week. So. Yeah, that looks good. That's actually showed that like when I saw the trailer, I did want to see, and then I completely forgot that they made it. Um, so I'm glad that you recommended it because I might watch it tonight. Yeah, it's a, I'll it's probably a- watch it tomorrow night. It's a good, it's a good watch. I, I uh, honestly, I was playing Final Fantasy, and I was like, I'm gonna put something on just kind of that I can watch off to the side, and that like I don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to because it's not like sci-fi or time travel or anything like that. And honestly, I just popped it out a window, moved it over on top of my game layout, and was just watching it as I was just mindlessly questing. Nice. And honestly, I knocked it out in an evening, and it was, it was really good. I'd be curious to see if you do watch it. I'll be curious to hear. Uh, what you think about it? How many episodes is it? I want to say it's like nine or ten, maybe, but they're like th- twenty-five to thirty-minute episodes, so nice. not too bad. Okay. Um, but before we go, uh, I did want to run down a list real quick, and I'll probably just throw this up on the screen just so it's probably easier for everyone to see that is watching it, uh, and then I'll just go through it really quick, uh, and then after that. Uh, We'll let everyone go and back to your back to your things or whatever it is you're doing. All right. So with this, I wanted to go down the list real quick and just talk about um, what it is that 
what it is that uh, some of the awards they gave out, right? So, uh, so best of show was actually uh, Bandai Namco Entertainment was the winner for best show floor. Um, we also have Microsoft games. Uh, so best Microsoft game was Mortal Kombat 1. Best Switch game, to Justin's no surprise, uh, Tears of the Kingdom was the winner for uh, Best Nintendo Game. Uh, for Best PC Game, it was actually Payday 3, which super surprised me. Um, we also have Best PlayStation Game, I mentioned it earlier, was Tekken 8. Best Mobile Game was Sky Children of Light, which I've heard of, but I've not played. That's one thing I'd like for us to maybe talk about more on here is like what mobile games you're playing. Like I don't know if you play mobile games at all, Justin at all i used to play a ton of mobile games back in the day but i think i'm going to try to start getting back into them and when i'm giving our like what i've been up to for the week maybe i'll start talking about what it is i'm playing do you play any mobile games at all i am an addict for marvel snap oh really okay hooked like bad okay um best visuals was that black myth um wukong wukong i don't know how i feel about that uh and then best audio look tears of the kingdom imagine that Best game play, Tears of the Kingdom. Most entertaining was Payday 3. Uh, most epic was obviously Legends of Zelda. Uh, most wholesome was Pikmin 4. So that was nice to see. And then games for impact, uh, which typically means I think it's games that like inspire change, I think, um, or like diversity and culture and things like that, is Sky Children of Light, which is a mobile game uh, as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to go through that really quickly. I forgot I had that on the list, but did want to share uh, share that. So, uh, Justin, is there anything uh, that you wanted to add before uh, before we take off? I'm just really high for Starfield. You're just really high for Starfield? Okay. <laughs> hyped, hyped. Oh, hyped? Okay, I thought you said you were high. I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, no, I'm not. All right, well, that does it for this episode. This has been episode 141 uh, of Nerds with Mics. Um, we appreciate everybody for watching and listening. Uh, please make sure you follow us on any of our social media outlets. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Well, I guess it's X now. And we even have a TikTok if you want to follow us on there. Um, if you have any uh, you know, questions or comments or any ideas, feel free to write those in as well. Um, if you go to our Instagram, actually any of our social medias, you'll find the link to our link tree there, which will get you to basically every outlet you can find us. Uh, and also it gives you a link to our Discord. So if you'd like to join our Discord, you can do that as well. Um, because I think we would like to try to start streaming uh, sometime sometime in the near future. So especially I would love for us to start streaming. I was thinking about this the other day. I would love for us to start streaming a campaign of Baldur's Gate 3, a podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. So uh, as long as you promise not to get me killed in the first 20 minutes of the game. That's... No guarantees. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for us at uh, Nerds with Mikes. And until next time, we'll see you later. Have yep. a good one.